welcome to the Prism of Torah podcast archive with your host, Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman. This podcast features a Devat Torah called Pasha's Boy, our responsibility as Hashem's ambassador. Shalom to everyone. In this week's Parsha, Parsha's Boy, Boy, Gematria, numerical value of three, reminds us that there are three plagues, the last Three plagues out of the ten are in this week's parsha, and we know the the climax, the spitz of all the maklis is the last one, which is makas bechoyris, that all the firstborns of the Egyptians die, exactly at midnight. And yes, it was exactly at midnight. So the question begs itself, as the Gemara and Bachos asks, when Moshe Rabbeinu tells tells them that it's going to happen tomorrow at midnight, he doesn't say at exactly midnight, but rather he says, and Moshe said to Hashem, at about, which means approximately, about midnight, HaKadosh Buch is going to kill all the firstborns, as we all know, because we say this also in the Seder night. The question begs itself, why does Moshe say uh, approximately at midnight? Why didn't he say at exactly midnight? So the Gemara, one of the Gemara, one of the answers of the Gemara in Vachos, says that Moshe Rabbeinu was worried that the Egyptians, their astrologers, would uh, make a mistake. And of course, Hashem knows when midnight is, and it's going to be happening at exact midnight. However, the concern was that the Egyptians would miscalculate, and hence would think that Moshe Rabbeinu slash HaKadosh are making a mistake and are liars because they weren't accurate in what they predicted is going to happen. But the question begs itself on this explanation. First of all, why do we care? Why would Moshe Rabbeinu care what the Egyptians think? And also, even if they think that Moshe Rabbeinu missed the board about when Chatzois is, when midnight is, but surely once they see that the plague is actually happening exactly like was predicted by Moshe Rabbeinu, the messenger of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then surely they would realize that this is true and, and our, it was our mistake. This is exactly midnight. So why, again, the question is, why did Moshe Rabbeinu have to say Kechatzois, approximately Kechatzois, why did he really care what the Egyptians would think? Where the truth be told, it was Chatzois. Especially after a couple of moments, they'll realize, wow, it was true, it is Chatzois. Lichoira, one, one can say that the answer is pretty simple. We just see the importance and sensitivity we should have for Chilul Hashem. It would be a Chilul Hashem if the Egyptians would think that Moshe Rabbeinu lied or that HaKadosh Baruch is not really projecting what's going to happen. Ah, the mistake would only last a couple of minutes, and then they'd realize that from the fact that all the firstborns would would indeed be killed, that HaKadosh Baruch was right in when Chatzois is, when midnight is, it still doesn't matter. That is, that is how sensitive we have to be to Chilol Hashem, to an act of Chilol Hashem, that even if it would only last for a couple minutes, but yet still we have to be worried about it and ensure it doesn't happen and not leave any window of opportunity for someone to think that we're doing a Chilol Hashem. The Gemara in Yuma, Pei Mudalef, talks about some Amuraim that said, for me, it would be a Chil Hashem not to pay straight away on time to the butcher. Another Amoyah says, for me, walking four Amos 
only two meters outside without learning, and people will see that that would be a Chilul Hashem. Why? Because you see, the Chilul Hashem is really dependent on the person. The more the person looks to be a religious person, more Shomel Tehra Mitzvahs, the more he has a chayis, the more he has responsibility, because he is acting more like an ambassador, or should be acting more like an ambassador of Kodesh Buhu. And therefore, he should be even more sensitive. And this is very, very relevant to us, especially people that are living in Chutzlats amongst many, unfortunately, not religious Jews or, or Gentiles. It's an opportunity for us not only to refrain from doing a Chil Hashem and everything we do, that even potentially could be interpreted as something wrong, and even if it's not even true, and even if it's only going to last this, this thought by other people that we're doing something wrong, even for a split minute or a split second, we should realize we should refrain from doing so, or, doing, or we should do whatever we do in a smart way. We have to be clean, make sure that, we, that everything is screaming out from our actions, that we're doing it in purity and in a correct way in a way that will sanctify Hashem's name, will be a light to the nations, as Chazal tell us. And we, can have, we have an opportunity to do a Kiddush Hashem. Every act we do, we know the ripple effects of acts that can affect others. Others will say, wow, they're, 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 the Jews' God is unbelievable. Look, look what kind of people they have. And not, unfortunately, the contrary. Especially in today's day and age, where there's such a crazy storm outside, how people are acting, it's, no one would even dare to suggest it would be so reach such a low level. We have an opportunity to protect us and our families, build our own tevas noyach to protect us from the crazy cultures around us, and ensure that we will be a light to the nations, a light to everyone, and, and sanctify Hakadosh Baruch Hu's name. doime. One can give us a mashal. I think Rabbi Sachal Frant brings this mashal that a person was. They wrote an article about him, and they were going to put it on the press and, and in the news, newspapers, and he was reading over, and he saw that some things weren't 100% clear, and the, even though they weren't so bad, but there was room to interpret them as making him seem not so good, and it wasn't really reflecting reality. And they said to him, no, no, we got to give it, we want to already have the paper go out today. Let's do it, and then we'll, we'll send another, then in, in, in tomorrow's paper, we'll, we'll make the updates to the corrections, if there are any. And he says, no way, I'm not letting you send anything. And I think everyone will be in that position. No one would want anyone to be able to, for a split second, think that he did something wrong, especially in the case that he didn't. And even if the case that he did, he wouldn't want them to think so. So, Kalvachoymel, Ben Bnoishel Kalvachoymel, even more so that we want to ensure that we keep our name clean, especially when we are representing a Kaddish Bochu. Iratzon, that we'll take this idea from this week's parsha and the Gemara and Bochus, and ensure that we live and lead a life that will be totally clean and pure, and without leaving any room for even one moment of time for others to interpret it in a different way. Have a good job. This is the Prism of Torah podcast. Drabasaf Aaron Prisman, please share with your friends and family. PrismaofTorah.com is where you can find the full archive of Divrei Torah. You can contact us through the website. Once again, PrismaofTorah.com. This podcast was produced for free by Ellie Podcast Production. Lunishmas, Leibas Yomer, Yaakov Alexander Ben Mordechai Doiv, Isaac Isaac Ben Moshe.